Hey guys, what's up? It's Charlotte Cunningham, aka PJ at the Point, and today we're going to be answering the question, without any sound, without any music or voices, can we still be worshiping God? You're now listening to Crushing It for the Kingdom. Crushing It for the Kingdom. We discuss practical ways to always be on mission and how to walk out our God-given callings as world changers right where we're at. Now, here's your host... PJ at the point. Look at the definition of worship, which is to show reverence or adoration for, to honor. What does honor mean? Honor means adherence to what is right or a conventional standard of conduct to fulfill an obligation or keep an agreement. It also means to perform, execute, affect, obey, heed, follow, carry out, carry through, keep to, abide by, adhere to, comply with, conform to, act in accordance with, be true to, be faithful to, live up to. Whoa. But what all this means is that we're worshiping with our actions in our daily lives. Not just raising our hands during a time of singing or moving to the sounds of praise on Sundays, but we are worshiping with our lives when we are following or carrying out what God has called us to do. Now, I believe that we need to have a change in perspective and then true worship becomes so much more clear. Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commands. Keeping his commands falls under the adhere to, comply with, conform to, act in accordance with, be true to, be faithful to, live up to, in regards to honoring our Father in heaven. Which, if we're honoring him and following his commands, then we are, in fact, worshiping him. So whenever you turn off the worship music in the morning as you're getting ready, or, you know, you get out of your car from your drive to work, it doesn't stop there. Even though that high that you were feeling maybe just kind of faded away or those goosebumps are gone, guess what? I challenge you just to continue to worship in all things with all your heart. The one thing that I know is this, that it is way easier also to praise and worship when it seems like everything you do is golden. And what we can't do is allow circumstance to dictate how and when we worship. Some of you might be crushing this whole worshiping thing due to a season of abundance. Or some of you might not be worshiping at all because you're wondering, is there really a God? Did you miss what he had for you? When is this season of drought finally going to be over? I understand that those thoughts can be taxing and those feelings are okay. I want to encourage you though through all seasons to worship. Habakkuk 3:17 through 18 says this, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. So that's saying I may not have food to eat, I may not have money, Things may appear to be a disaster, but I'll worship through song and through my life anyways. I promise you this, there is freedom in worship. Your level of worship in the good times is not always an indicator of who you are in Christ. It is when adversity hits, when you don't want to worship, including in your actions, those moments are what proves who you are as a man or woman of God. If you're struggling with this, I got a couple of tips for you, all right? Step one, admit it. It's okay to not be okay. Step two, seek wise counsel. Not the people that just sit around and feel sorry for themselves and are totally controlled by every little thing, or maybe they'll just tell you whatever it is that you want to hear, but someone that you see that is worshiping both in praise and in their actions at a level that you aspire to be. Step three, take your thoughts captive. Now, thoughts will come to your mind at times and might interfere with your worship. You just have to remind yourself who you are, which is what God sees you as and has created you to be, not how you feel or what Satan is telling you. And actually, you might have to do this a thousand times in one day. And guess what? 
That's okay too. Step four is making sure that you're in prayer and reading the word and giving yourself enough time in both to hear from God rather than just checking a box. These four things are what have helped me worship regardless of my circumstances. And it may not be the most scientific plan, but it's been instrumental in my spiritual growth and understanding. And once you see that worshiping isn't just music or singing, but it's definitely part of it, it truly makes a huge difference. Our worship through our actions is also what will build bridges between others and Jesus. And the reason is, is because it'll be very very apparent how we handle everyday stuff, that there's just something different between us and the world. And that difference in us is our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the reason why that is so important for us to understand worship and how it's about our actions as much as it is our singing or listening to music as well. Well, guys, again, my name is Jonathan Cunningham, aka PJ at the Point. That's all I got for today. Keep crushing for the kingdom, and I'll see you guys next week. for listening to Crushing It for the Kingdom. Please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or find us on any major streaming platform. If you'd like further information on how to crush it for the kingdom, just search PJ at the Point on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more info.